church. Think about it. We go voluntarily, most of us. We give them money to put on a show. And most of the time it's a bad show. It's like being forced to sit through high school Shakespeare. They coax donations out of us, the pastor, the choir director, add TV cameras and merchandise, and some of these guys make a lot of money. What's the difference between this and any other show? Well, the guilt trip for one. Can you imagine Bruce Springsteen coming up to you and saying, Hey buddy, when was the last time you came to one of our shows? We sure do miss you at our shows. You know, your wife comes to our shows all the time. She cries a lot because you're not with her. Me and the whole East Street Band pray for you every day. No, you don't have to come to our shows to love music, but if you love music, you'll come to our shows. And not just when we're in your town, you'll follow us around the country. In the mid to late 70s, I was part of a huge church in Southern California called Melodyland, which was exactly across the street from Disneyland. The building was a 3,200-seat theater in the round. Before being bought by the church in 1969, it was a for-profit performance venue featuring nightclub acts by the likes of Johnny Carson, James Brown, Bobby Darin, The Grateful Dead, Don Ho, Liza Minnelli, and Connie Stevens. But I doubt anything these cats did compared to the shows we put on. Our music minister wrote and produced three original musicals a year. Full orchestra, 400 voice choir, live animals, special effects. All of this was in addition to the regular weekly services, which were broadcast around the world on a variety of religious networks. Just about every Christian celebrity that you can think of dropped by Melodyland on a regular basis. Pat Robertson, Oral Roberts, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker... Johnny and June Carter Cash, Pat Boone. We even had a former Vegas Lounge singer on staff, a slick cat named Chico Holiday. And this is a funny story. He used to sing Sweet Lord of Mine to the tune of Sweet Caroline until Neil Diamond slapped his ass with a cease and desist order. <laughs> this always amuses me because, I'm sorry, but if the best you can offer a guy to someone else's brilliant song with your own shitty lyrics then you deserve a public smackdown. But at any rate, hey, I realize that all of this sounds very cynical. I'm not a Jesus basher. I'm a churchianity basher. Why do we even go to church in the first place? Well, we go to church, I think, to find God and to experience a sense of belonging. But what if we find when we get there that the leaders are uninspiring or corrupt and the members are judgmental, power-hungry gossips? What if we find that nobody there has an original thought or never challenges the authority structure because they're taught that to do so means eternal damnation? What if the indoctrination process emphasizes voting a certain way rather than feeding the hungry and caring for the sick? And what if not voting a certain way results in being shunned or gossiped about or told that you're not right with God? As I look back on my church upbringing, I found God mostly in the privacy of my own bedroom with my Bible my classical music recordings, 
and in my one-on-one conversations with other seekers, Christian and non. These were my church. These were my sense of belonging. And for the most part, regular church was a show, mostly mediocre, sometimes deeply moving, but a show nevertheless.